Hello, 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 everyone. This is Hannah Cavanaugh speaking, and welcome to yet another awesome episode of T43. Yeah. <laughs> the mini high school reunions continue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have two friends of mine from LaGuardia High School that are also the OGs. This seems to be an ongoing trend. <laughs> but um, the first guest that I'm going to introduce is... Um, a SoundCloud rapper, but a, actually oh, a really God. good one. A really, really good uh, one. I don't know. You're good. You're good. What an intro. <laughs> <laughs> He's a low-grade rapper. No. <laughs> from, from the slums of the sewage <laughs> system. <laughs> no, you're, you're awesome. Tanner. <laughs> um, yeah, great actor. Um, hilarious person. Please welcome Turner Greaves. How are you doing today? Hi. I'm like waving to a native <laughs> audience. Uh, it's all good. They'll, the, the listeners yeah, will feel yeah, it. Yeah. They'll feel yeah, the vibes. Yeah, you feel the waves. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Turner. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and uh, I don't think I'm a rapper, but I do post raps on SoundCloud, so whatever you call that. There, therefore, you are a rapper. Well, probably. Exactly. That would probably... All right. <laughs> and the second guest that I'll introduce is probably one of the chillest people I know. Thank you. Awesome actor. Thank awesome you. person. I haven't seen him in over a year, so this is... I'm so Talk. excited to oh, see you again. Shoot. Please welcome... <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Please welcome Jet Lee Ramos. How are you doing, Jet? I'm good. I'm good. Wow, so you really said the that. The Latin yeah. R. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, so are you guys ready to try some awesome tea today? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Turner, yeah. can you do me a huge favor? Can uh, you pass me the box? You, oh, the box. It's right next to you. Thank you. Oh, you, need to, <laughs> you need to read it, don't you? I do. All right, so the tea that we're going to be trying today is Wazowski's English Breakfast Tea, which is, bar- which is a part of their black tea signature collection. So... There's, um, there's a history about the Wazowski family. There's a description of that. And then also just a description of the tea in general. Mm. So I'll read both. Um, I can try it in a terrible Russian accent. Do but it. Okay. Oh, maybe um, not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> okay. Our family has been oh, dedicated to exploring and planting extraordinary teas for over 160 years. Yeah. Okay, now back to my normal voice. Our journey began in Moscow in 1849 where Kalimus Wazowski opened his business and became the exclusive tea purveyor to the Russian emperor. Ooh. As our company grew, we traveled to the tea gardens of the world to source the finest whole leaf teas, creating exceptional blends that have earned numerous awards from the connoisseurs of Europe and Asia. We are proud to introduce Wazowski tea to discerning tea drinkers in North America. This signature collection of black, green, white, and herbal teas represents the very best of our family journey. We hope you'll love drinking our teas as much as we love making them for you. All right. Yeah, I'm more of a Lipton fan. (laughs) (laughs) I'd go with Lipton. I'm I'm more of a Nestle guy. I like it with sugar, 60 grams. Do you want sugar in No, no. I've never had tea. Real, wait, you actually, you literally haven't? No. So, wow. I've had Arizona. So this is, this is a monumental <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now for a description of the tea. The sun never sets on this bright and perky British blend of black tea leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these guys, man? <laughs> I don't know. They always make them oddly, yeah. like, sexual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Carefully selected by our tea experts from the best oh plantations, yikes, of Ceylon oh. and India. Well, this is perfect. <laughs> it's fine tea. It's rich and complex, yet perfectly balanced to refresh. Enjoy with or without milk and sugar. All right, you ready to try this bad boy? Yeah. All right, let's do this thing. Man, people take tea so seriously. Yeah. That was a essay. It really was. It's like when they tell you to to fill the essay with a thousand words and you only got like three words in your mind. <laughs> so you just start writing like stuff about leaves. And about the sun. Yeah. Plantation India. Something. So let's try this thing. Uh, it's probably going to be a little hot. So this, year, I tend to, this year hot. This year hot. So I tend to, you know, go uh, on it before I try it. Jet man, you know how much money th- that would cost if you spilled that shit? I wasn't gonna spill it. You were gonna spill it. I was not. Yo, this shit burning. <laughs> how do you drink tea? You just drink it. Like, just, just sip on sip, it. A little sip. A little, little sip. It's hot, bro. Just, like, blow on it first. I it's got, okay. I got sensitive lips. All good. <laughs> no, just blow on it first. Okay. Ah. That shit burnt. <laughs> That's good. I like it. I think. Right. Nice. So for the <laughs> listeners that are that will probably be listening to this in the near future, um, can how about we describe the smell, the taste, the look, and the feel? Like, what would you? How would you describe it for the listeners that are hearing this? I gotta hear this for you. Uh, this is your first time drinking tea, sir. Oh yeah. So describe your first experience. It tastes like flavored water. <laughs> Like um, lacrosse or no? Fuck no! <laughs> hell no! Okay, that good. shit's whack. Um, okay, good. <laughs> tastes like it tastes like leaves, but like like good leaves. Okay. Like this isn't a bad description. <laughs> like it's not negative. Well, what you're describing is tea. So. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I it yeah. Are you tasting any notes of anything? Probably an an eight minor. <laughs> eight minor note. I'd go with. It's a chord. A, a minor chord. <laughs> um, no, it, it tastes. I don't know how to. I'm not very good with words. All good. You're fine. Um, the note that I'm catching is a Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say, man. It's it's uh, it's good. It tastes like how they described it. Okay, sounds good. Not Wait. the not the Indian plantation part. <laughs> but like uh, yeah. the, the sun doesn't. The sun. The sun. The sun, the sun area. <laughs> All right. What, what about you, Jet? What are your thoughts? Uh, I definitely agree. There's okay. A, there's a uh, water-based sort of taste to it. Uh, <laughs> can't believe it. Uh, what I will say though is like, this is like a little aftertaste. That's kind of, I don't know. It's a little weird, but I like it. I think I like that aftertaste. Yeah. That's yeah. My my tongue is also burnt, but oh, other no. than, other than that, the aftertaste. I know what you're talking about. The aftertaste is definitely like. But I like it's very. It, it kind of. It's kind of like a calming aftertaste. It know? is calm. Yeah. I guess that. I guess we. Uh, yeah. I'll describe it with like. Yeah, it's calming. For sure. Very calming. But that. Because uh, you know when you think about it, an aftertaste is usually like kind of surprising. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you're not really expecting it, but this one is just. It's very relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. No. I. I agree. Um. Also, you could really taste the quality of it because with a lot of black teas, at least for me. Um, it tastes kind of bitter, but this goes down really smoothly. Okay. It's very, very smooth. Yeah, There's so an earthiness to it that I really love. It's very grounded. That's the leaves. Um, that is the leaves. <laughs> that's the leaves. 
Um, but yeah, overall, this is probably one of the best black teas that I've had. Like, I don't need sugar or cream or anything like that. But if you were to go to Russia and visit the, the heirs of the Wazowski family, what would you tell them about this tea? Like, what uh, would you praise them on and what, w- what would you say can be improved upon? Uh, I feel like I'm not the best person to answer this, but... I'll, well, you're on here. I mean, uh, you know, you're qualified I'd say enough, right? tea to not taste I'm like tea. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say uh, hop off your high pedestal. All right? you're, not, you're not the shit. <laughs> But it does taste good, just not like out of this world. Yeah, award-winning Pulitzer Prize, <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> helps with the Middle Eastern War kind of tea. Okay, it's better than Lipton. That's what it's I'm better saying. than Lipton. <laughs> that's good. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I'm glad your your first tea experience was was spot on and great. Um, so now that we sipped the tea, we're gonna be spilling the deets and talking about rap and hip hop. Um, which I just recently got into a couple years ago, so I'm fairly new to this. But mm. we're just going to talk about how we got into it, if there's certain um, mm. rappers or artists that stand out to us, whether it be lyrically or in terms of pr- the production level of it. Um, mm-hmm. And also like how we feel about the evolution of it over time. So I guess the first question that mm-hmm. I have for both of y'all is how did you get into the genre of hip hop? You want to go first? Yeah, then? yeah, I can go first. Um well, you know, as a, a white child, um, <laughs> I grew up and uh, went to a middle school that was located in, in, the, in the projects of Chinatown. And uh, I started playing basketball and, I, and, and I, I started to try and like fit in with people. And they kind of introduced me to the idea of, of rap, like, because I'm white, I, I, I technically grew up with the Beatles and Rolling Stones. And, uh, but they, they, they told me about the, the thoughts and ideas of rap. And uh, obviously the first person I would listen to was Eminem. Nice. Um, and then at the time, Macklemore was blowing up. And I, I didn't like him. Um, but obviously that's probably my second influence. Uh, if we ca- can call him a rapper, um, <laughs> but when I really started to get into the into the shits was uh, sophomore year. Um, Jason Foster, oh, yeah. yeah, he's he, awesome. He started showing me the ropes. I I knew of Kendrick Lamar, but I knew of him for stupid reasons, like how he featured on an Eminem song. Uh, <laughs> like uh, it wasn't. It wasn't good reasons. Like he was way better than what I had seen, and mm-hmm. uh, I went. I used to sleep in the black box, which was like the the this acting room, um, and I used to come early to school and just go to sleep there. Mm. And Jason one day walks in and he goes, "Yo, what are you doing here?" I was like, "I don't know. I'm just tired." And he was <laughs> like, "I bet there's an ox here." And he plugged his phone in and blasted to pimp a butterfly the entire time oh it's such a good album and and that's the first album i listened like fully through and he mm-hmm. also explained and described like s- s- uh, certain points of the songs and yeah. and especially the the uh tupac one where mm-hmm. he in- inserts a tupac interview and starts talking to tupac about the middle class you know enveloping the higher class and just a lot of cool little details so that's how i first got into into rap probably Nice. Yeah, I didn't know it was that recent, really. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I thought, you, I thought you were. I mean, there's like Beastie Boys, but who, who's ah. going to talk about Beastie Boys? You know? We can. Not? <laughs> we can <laughs> get not? into it. I don't know. I, it, you know, that was like when I was like seven. Yeah. 
and mm. and and did I understand the lyrics? No. <laughs> no, it was all sexual innuendos, and I was kind of like, my dad listens to it, so I will too. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Nice. Uh, I guess I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, totally. Similar to to Turner, I mean, I was listening at a very young age because uh, <clears throat> mm-hmm. my uh, my father he uh, he grew up in the Bronx, so. <laughs> You know, I got a good taste of uh, his music growing up, which is a lot of, uh, every now and then he would play a lot of uh, DMX. Mm. So I think, not that DMX was probably the first that I was listening to, but he's one of the ones that stood out for sure. So like, uh, it was like a lot of like aggressive, aggressive hip hop that I was listening to, a lot of rap. And Mm. then uh, I never, of course, I didn't understand what the hell they were talking about because I was like mad young. And I was, in my head, I'm all rainbows and sunshine and stuff. Aw, so, that's cute. <laughs> now, young me was very adorable and innocent. And then, uh, life. But, uh, Aww. you know, that listening to, like, that, mm-hmm. I guess, like, now that where I am, it shows, like, a big difference. But, uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's been a real change in, like, you know, the way I'm seeing, or the way I'm listening to music, you know. I'm, right. I'm really starting to feel it more than what I did back then, of course, and, you know. I just feel like it's really been a long way for me, cause uh, yeah, it's been straight up hip hop and rap since like seven, eight years old. Wow. Okay. And a, and a lot of and a lot of rock actually. Yeah. A lot of heavy huh. metal because yeah. of my mom. Oh yeah, Sam. Yeah. Oh okay. Interesting. Sam's quirky. Do you feel like there's overlap though between rap and metal at certain points? Ooh, definitely. And that's why you like both. I don't. I mean, I'm not so much as into heavy metal and rap um, and rock as I was like you know back then. Right. But one of my favorite groups is Linkin Park. Huh. Yeah, okay, interesting. And, and nice. when you really think about it, they kind of combined it a little bit of rap because yeah. they had that one guy. Just combound. Combound. <laughs> combound. Yes. <I'm> <laughs> combound. Just <laughs> making a thing. They combounded it. They combounded. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, when they like meshed it all together, it like. I really was in love with Linkin Park because <laughs> of that reason. But uh, yeah. R.I.P. Chester Bennington. For real. Mm-hmm. It's been tough. Yeah. Um, it's funny for me because I really got into hip hop and rap more so in high school. But when I was younger, actually, I remembered I would listen to Kanye. And the first song I remember hearing, I was really young, it was Gold Digger. Oh, that's a good yeah. fa- That's a good point. Yeah, um, that was same with me. Yeah, and then I remember because every week I'd watch the VH1 Top 20 Video Countdown. Oh, <laughs> holy cow! And I would see the music video, and I remember listening to the song. And I'm like, this is so good. Granted, didn't know what it what yeah, it all, right. at all what it was no, about. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but that was kind of my gateway song into Kanye stuff. And then I remember really loving um my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. Um, which I know it's a wee bit polarizing now, but I still think it's No, that's, great. that's definitely like a top three album. Yeah. I, mm. I, when I first started getting into Kanye, I think the first album was 808s and Heartbreak. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But nice. that was, that, that was cause like I was in that phase. I was like in fourth grade when that came out, I think. Right. Fifth grade, maybe. And, uh, I think so. maybe even, right. I don't Sounds know. Sounds about right. And, uh. And I, I think the Black Eyed Peas were a thing. Oh. So <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, it was tough. Um, I was listening to Black Eyed Peas and 
They're old stuff. Wait, pre Fergie or post Fergie? Uh, pre Fergie as Fergie infiltrated. Okay, all right. You know what I mean? Because their old stuff is very, very good. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame what happened. <laughs> yeah. But, well, now um, Will I Am's trying to rap, and because like that's his r- roots, I guess. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's where he shines anyway. Yeah, uh, he's had some really bad songs recently, rap wise. He's he had Damn. he had one of uh, those the politically social ones though. There's a song like about Libya. I don't know. Was it like the Where is the Love oh, remix prob- yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah but yeah. It, there was another version of that. Yeah, people living like they ain't got no mom. But I was going to ask in terms of like, in terms of, because here's the thing. It's really difficult for rappers to be really good the whole way through. I mean, Eminem's recent album was, I heard it was pretty terrible. What, um, Kamikaze? Uh, revival. 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 Revival was really bad. That oh, was, wait, uh, oh, wait, because I forgot he came out with another album after Kam- that. Kamikaze was, was fine. It, was, it wasn't an album. It was just a bunch of diss songs. Oh, uh, okay. And they weren't even combined well. It was, but they were, hard, they were hard songs, and the lyricism was... Uh, it's always there with them. But Fair. Revival was horrible. But I was going to ask you, um, do you feel like that can take away from a rapper's overall repertoire like do you tend to kind of look at it as a whole or just look at certain parts and be like oh this is where that person shined or well here's the thing um eminem is like infamous for making really good albums and then literally the next album is the worst pile of crap that Mm -hmm. anyone has ever listened to (laughs) and 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 his fans will will you know put up with it and his lyricism is on such a level that you know, people kind of just deal with it mm-hmm. and expect the next album to be something else. Like, we kind of just want him to retire right now. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he's... that. It does take away from a legacy if you have artists like Kendrick Lamar who has never put out something that isn't a classic. You know what I mean? Fair. So, and when you compare those two people, uh, I definitely think it does affect legacy and their repertoire. See, but that's this is where I'll say it's still M though. Like right. That, that's right. what's really holding it. Exactly. Like, yeah. I can I can ignore revival. I think it's also because like I'm not that much of an M fan. Like obviously I love if you if you love rap, you you have to love Eminem's good music. Of yeah. Course. But like I can ignore a revival because I'm like that's still Eminem. He's still he's still like he's on the verge of like if not he is a legend. Like you can't can't let revival Fair. really hurt your entire career yeah. but i do see what you're saying like i it, it does definitely have like i guess a, like yeah towards it i yeah. think i think the biggest issue with revival was its political commentary because it's kind of like uh he's never been super liberal oh yeah and here he is like just dissing trump every uh song which could be liberating i guess but it's yeah. it's really not coming from do you Eminem. feel like it's low-hanging fruit at that point yeah 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 there's no it's there's nothing deep or or in depth about that that's just, true just name dropping trump yeah like uh it, yeah it's definitely low-hanging fruit but the cool thing about that album is rick rubin produced it and rick rubin produced like all of beastie boys oh okay um, interesting but it doesn't really work with m like that was no. the biggest issue yeah. the production value wasn't there and Eminem chose that production so it's his fault it really blew up in his face yeah um it's funny because if you think about it a lot of the roots of hip-hop and rap are kind of rooted in political commentary but 
do you feel like that's starting to fade away a bit or not really i i don't i don't think it is right. um i think mainstream wise it is but yeah uh, that's not uh, no one really should care about what's mainstream True. or not um you're right it, it did come from that but but what they would talk about wasn't low-hanging fruit or if no, it, if yeah. it were they'd dive deeper into it or or relate their culture with it mm-hmm. um especially during what michael king uh, yeah. in compton and everything you know it it was always actual feeling and honesty that came into it and i don't think eminem had that honesty i think he was kind of just like attacking someone he doesn't like and hopes that everyone else agrees with him kind of thing Fair. so i think it's still there there's a lot of artists uh who still talk about uh political issues and it's smart and deep and interesting commentary like uh coda the friend is a good artist that that you should listen to oh, okay um, i haven't haven't checked that out yet he, he made a great song f- when it was uh uh <laughs> black history month oh, okay <laughs> yeah um and he probably made a song on Seven Eleven too, for slavery. But yeah, he's a he's a great artist when it comes to political commentary. All right, uh, cool. Is there any is there any like examples of rappers that kind of whose lyrics have contain of persist of sorry like spark political commentary? Is there any like favorites that you have in terms of that realm, or not really? Um, I can name bad ones. Ooh. If you want, we can name bad ones. Uh, okay, we can go into that. Uh, Vic Mensa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, recently, Vic Mensa has been pretty, fu- pretty fucking god awful. Jeez. Uh, um, it's kind of sad. Actually. Yeah, it's really sad. Vic Mensa. It's really sad. Vic Mensa, and his tattoos even have like really corny political commentary as well. Um, um, wasn't a bad rapper either. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was. I mean, he was on his XXL freestyle. Oh. Uh, he came in <laughs> smacked out of his mind and tried to rap. That Yikes. was good. Um, <laughs> Vic Mensa, well, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye now. Kanye yeah, now. Yeah, he's kind of one. Yeah. His, his production will always be there. But, of course. But his voice isn't. Um, I just don't know because I think he's a much better rapper than he is a singer. I think he should oh, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. rap. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, but, yeah, but... I don't even think he should rap anymore. I really? Think he should just produce albums. Huh? And sit in, sit at home. Stay, <laughs> or, or, stay in the or, studio for someone yeah, else. Yeah, or Damn. sit outside in Africa and record it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. That was really cool. I don't know if that you saw the video. Huh. It was like a gigantic gospel outside. And he, he's cool. like full white with, a ble- with bleached hair and playing piano. And he's like directing them and recording it at the same time. Oh, that's cool. For his next album. Jeez, yeah. What? I've never seen this. Video. Yeah, it's so great. You gotta send this it's, to us. It's on like Complex or something. Cool. It's really cool and it's beautiful. Nice. It's um. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. I would say because now they're bringing up bad examples. I would say one of the worst examples I've encountered is there's there was this collaboration with, <laughs> I think it was LL Cool J and <sighs> the country star Brad Paisley. Dear Mr. White Man, I wish you understood what the world is really like when you're living in the hood. Oh, no. What? <laughs> yes. Why? And there was like racism? this whole, and there was this whole thing like, yeah, they were trying yeah, to cure racism. Of course. It's like, oh, you know, I'm a black guy and you're a white guy. Yeah. And we're going to be on this track together because, you know. Jeff, we did it. We did it too. <laughs> we, cu- we cured racism. 
You that talked about sucks. getting a, a blowjob and <laughs> and we cured racism. Because oh, we're black, you're black, and I'm white. Yeah, <laughs> we solved it. We got problem it. Solved. Problem solved. Problem um, solved. Yeah, those are those are pretty bad. That's probably the worst example. Vic Mensa is <laughs> funny. This that's horrible. That's really really that's bad. That's really bad. I'll send you a link later. Yeah. That's, that's tough. And LL is like one of the best rappers too. So yeah. like for the fact that's oh man. that's yeah. that's really sad. That's tough. <laughs> Yeah. Who else is um, bad at, at <laughs> political commentary? You know who's like kind of good? I'm not even going to say good? kind of. I think he's really he's good? good. Denzel. Oh, Denzel, Denzel yeah. Curry? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he he he's just weird. He he delves into his in his own um like neighborhood when it comes to yeah. political commentary. Yeah. Or or like yeah, yeah, it's good. He's got he's got, he's got some his most recent album's really great. I've I've been listening Denzel. to him for like the past 4 years, Denzel Curry. All right. I'll I'll, I'll give him a listen cuz for me it's mainly just 90s rap that I listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Like um or I mean, this is more 1989, but I guess we can just group it in the 90s realm. Um a Public Enemy's Fear of a Black Planet mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing um Fight the Power in the very yeah. first scene oh, of yeah. Do the Right Do Thing. Um Then I'm like, okay, this is a great track, and then that's how I got into Public Enemy. Yeah. Um I mean Tribe Called Quest is also really good. That's that that's so good. Uh, I think it was junior year and uh, I think Tribe Called Quest came out with an album. Yeah, and we are I here. Thank you for your service. Yeah, and yes. I think the first, uh, one of the first words Hannah spoke to me in like the past year was, "Hey, have you heard Tribe Called Quest's new album?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was great." Um, yeah. Yeah, I think also Midnight Marauders is great as well. Um, granted, I haven't listened to all of it yet, but I heard there's some political commentary in that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Tupac's also... I mean, of course, Tupac has to be grouped in there. Of but course. Oh, God, this is a controversial opinion. I I just think his political commentary is very on the nose. I'm not as I, into it. Oh, oh okay, I, okay. I, no, I feel... It, you it's, it's just very... I feel like surface it's very... Surface level. Yeah, for surface level, easily uh-huh. digestible. I like to be able to look into the lyrics and find an inner right. meaning, at least try to interpret it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't like it to be told what it's about. I think... About. I think um, his interviews are are on a different level than his than his actual lyrics. Definitely. I think oh, okay. the thing about Tupac is he's great lyrics, but it's mostly, especially because it's the '90s, it's mostly like flow and yeah. and voice, you know. And, and you want to you want to try and keep it like yeah, you, know. you you try and keep couplets in there and and make it sound really good with the melody, uh-huh. and that's what he was great at. Mm-hmm. And the same with Biggie, they were both like really Biggie's brilliant yeah. when yeah. it comes to. Uh, just making a song a song, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But but when Tupac would be interviewed about these in, these uh, interesting topics and, and mm-hmm. political commentary, he he delved deep and it was and it, and it's really interesting stuff. Yeah, because I feel like in his interviews, that's because you see him, you're like, all right, that's that rapper. Mm-hmm. But then when you start talking, yeah, yeah. Like, kind of like. It's it's beautiful to see like you know you can kind of like separate that away mm-hmm. like you can just hear him talk and everything that he's saying yeah, it's like it's really especially now like when you hear most rappers talk oh they Lord. Uh, oh Lord. they seem a bit gone Lil Xan Lil Xan Lil Xan Lil Mosey uh, so anyone anyone, anyone would start with Lil, Lil. Yeah. yeah including Wayne sorry bud <laughs> no 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 it's no Lil it's okay Lil John <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Lil John okay Lil, Lil John. Oh, man. 
<laughs> we'll jot something else. I can't, um, if I can't hear a word you're saying in a conversation, yeah. then that's a problem. That's a problem. How that's am I going to listen to your music? For real. Fact. It's funny because I feel like uh, Nas has the opposite effect. His lyrics are beautiful yeah. and super deep, but then in interviews, he just tries <laughs> to act like a total thug. Very true, very true. And it's like, we know you're smarter than this. Yeah. I mean, you know. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I do want to say we forget that, that Tupac was so young. That's true. Right. In a lot of his interviews, he was like 19. Oofed. And yes. and when he was blown up, he was like twenty, and that's that's pretty young, especially in the nineties. Like most rappers blew up at like thirty. 30 yeah. yeah. And he was so young and talking about the things he did. Obviously, a lot of it's going to be surface level because his experience isn't as wide as a lot sense. of artists. Yeah. Um, you only but know he's, what you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But he still knew a lot and would show it in interviews. And I feel like if he was still alive, he would carry that on in, in songs and, you know, really, really hit certain ideas, you know. But. Yeah, for sure. R.I.P. Tupac. R.I.P. Um, Pac-Man. I, I would say, I just have a question for you guys, because for me, there's some 80s rap, but I'm not as into that. Like, are there any artists that stick out in your mind <laughs> from that realm that you listen to? Or not really? From, from now or 80s? Like, for, for now, like, in terms of your interests and what oh, you vibe yeah. with. There's a lot of artists that I okay. don't like. Um, oh, don't like. Okay. Oh, do like? You want me to talk about what I do like? Uh, depend. Whatever you want to talk about. I mean, if there's more that you don't like, then more than... There's, the ones yeah, there's usually... more that I there's don't usually like. Really? More, I, well, here's okay. the thing. The reason I don't like to say I'm a rapper is because everyone wants to be a rapper. Okay. And, and it's a really... Uh, if you do it right, it's a smart and easy way to make money. Yeah. And I don't even want to make money off mm-hmm. of it. I just do it for fun. And As you should. Yeah. And uh, and I have like 40 songs that I haven't released mm-hmm. because they're for me. Yeah. You know, and they're lyrics for me. Right. Um, and maybe I'll release them one day. It doesn't matter. Um, but now, since there's so many people who want to be rappers, there's so many bad ones. Right. And there's usually more bad ones than there are good ones in in any aspect of anything. It doesn't yeah. even have to be rap. Um, and I think I think the issue is like the culture for rap right now is like memes. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. way people blow up is through like someone using their song in a musically, mm-hmm. or or even the song being a meme itself about meme things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't have a kid so. yet. <laughs> I don't have a kid yet. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, um, yeah, there's a lot of artists I don't like mainly because of that. The the way they come right. through the game is always not yeah. true. Yeah, it feels like you're coming in, you know, not being, like, good, no. but you're coming in by just yeah. just coming in. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, there's no, there's no grind anymore. A lot of people... Mm-hmm. You know, they'll start low because you always start low and then a label will be like, oh, this guy can be easily marketed. Yeah. And yeah. then they pick him up. And then since they have label production, uh, the music will sound good on a radio and the lyrics have no meaning. And then they it's, blow up. Yeah, it's too easy. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like you would categorize your music more so as spoken word? Because mm-hmm. I don't Because I don't got a voice. I don't have a voice for for rap too. 
So I think you do. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, and and I don't have, I don't have I don't have the 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 culture either. I I just do it because it's fun to mess with words, you know. And Fair. and if I'm sitting somewhere for too long, what what else am I gonna do? I guess it's one of those things where you know. It's great that everyone can create their own content and put it out there. That's wonderful. But with the good comes the bad as well. But mm-hmm. is that why you've... I mean, because I'm thinking about it. I mean, back before the whole user-generated content phase, you know, you had to be signed to a record label. It's yeah. like there was a level of, of quality that you had to reach. Yep. Um, I mean, what do you prefer at this point? Do you prefer music from before that user-generated content era, or do you feel like there's still some good stuff coming out now from so-called SoundCloud rappers? I mean, what are your thoughts on the whole record label versus creating your own content online sort of deal? That's the, if we didn't have that create-your-own-contact, we wouldn't uh, contact. Like, I feel like you wouldn't get like a chance. That's true. Like, like yeah, the fair. chance, the chance. No, that's true. Be, you know, like, you know, the people who were doing it on their own at first. And then yeah. it's just like... But then we gotta risk getting what we have with some of these SoundCloud rappers, and it's just not that yeah. good, like at all. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I agree with that. I I've found some like no-name SoundCloud rappers that I really like. Yeah, of course. And they have like maybe a thousand followers, and I just listen to their music, and it's always it's always good. Yeah. Uh, it sucks that they don't blow up, but it's always nice that they, you know, have a medium to rap through. Yeah. So I I do really appreciate that. And for every 50 bad rappers, we get, you know, five good ones like Chance. Nice, yeah. You know, I'm perfectly fine with that. I feel like it's always going to be that way. It's always going to be that way. But the reason is, like, it's it's looking crazy now. It's because those bad rappers, a lot of them are getting hot now. Yeah. And so, like, but back then, if you were bad, they just told you. Oh, yeah. They just told you you sucked. Thrown off the radio. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. If you can't can't put your voice on this song, then I don't want it. You just... Mm-hmm. You know, but I guess a lot of people they have a voice now without the actual talent. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a it's a rough scenario for sure. Um, but there's that whole there's also a whole thing. The reason why Chance the Rapper, well, part of it, the reason why it seems like he's so big now is because of the fact that he's not signed to anybody, a, anyone. But mm-hmm. it's funny how that's becoming a trendy thing. It's oh, like yeah. you're cooler if you're not signed to a this label is, this at is this really point. This is you really know? true, but that's because that's because labels uh, focus on the the marketable meme people. So, right. Um, okay. A good example of this is Def Jam, and Def Jam, uh, maybe 15 years ago, signed uh, Big Crit, mm-hmm. uh, Southern rapper, and he's a great lyricist. Sometimes you don't understand what he's saying because he's got the Southern twang, <laughs> but yeah, he's a great lyricist, and he came out with one album but it was label produced and it was horrible and people were like what happened this guy was like a prodigy what's the fuck and uh and now he decided to leave def jam and he came out with one album last year and another one this friday wow okay and yeah and both of them both of them are like amazing like the, the most recent one is probably a little worse and the one before that was like, if I, if out of ten, I'd probably rate it like an eight or a wow, nine. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So it's definitely a trend now, and it's cooler to do that. But they still, most of the time, you still need the label to get you out there, mm-hmm. and then you dip from the label. Kind of thing. Oh, I see. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk to you guys as well about 
you know, the evolution of hip hop and rap um, in terms of, I guess we can start at the 80s, though. I think it started in the late 70s. Is that right? In terms of how hip hop was born? There's, I some, don't know. there's some hip hop from like the 60s. There's some Blondie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Blondie, I mean, Blondie did some rap. She raps in Rapture. Yeah, she does. That's true. Exactly. You're right. And that's okay. from what, 65? So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oof, oof, you're getting passionate about this, Turner. God damn it. Yeah, evolution of rap. It's from the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was wondering maybe we can like go through the timeline, maybe talk about like, you know, different rappers from each decade and just see how we feel about if it's hold, held up now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we can start. Because what is like the rapper that you know that's probably from the 70s or the 80s that maybe i'm not i'm not well versed all neither, good neither am i but that's the thing you like you teach us <laughs> me I'm, I'm, i mean i'm really open to this because I, I know you're really smart when it comes to the 70s 80s thank 90s. you <laughs> um in terms of the 80s run dmc was okay. huge okay. Yeah. i know run dmc they were they were pretty big um and then there's also that controversy where and it's funny, it kind of goes back to the rock and metal conversation that we had. They did a collab with Aerosmith, yes, Aerosmith. Rock This Way. Uh-huh. Um, this way. Amazing um, Okay. <laughs> There's uh, Run DMC. Also, Slick Rick was super popular. <laughs> Slick Rick. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I really loved... I don't know a lot. I don't know too much about his repertoire, but Children's Story is really good. I just... I love the beat. Once upon a time, not long ago, when people wore and lived life slow. And yeah. I just love storytelling kind of rap. Uh-huh. Really, really great. Storytelling is um, great. Though... I don't know much. Of, I know Big Daddy Kane was big as well, but I haven't listened to a lot of Big Daddy Kane. Okay, neither have I. So. Yeah. That's kind of the extent for the most part that I know of. Uh-huh. Um, the 90s is kind of where I know the most. Right. Um, golden age for rap. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think what I loved about it is that there were so many different genres within like the hip hop and rap thing like it's not like they were all grouped together like you had more space like you had more spacey music like diggable planets um mm-hmm. and then you had gangster rap as well so it just tend to vary a lot but um i feel like you guys would shine do you shine in the 90s rap realm uh i've i used to, there okay. i go through phases okay right? so right. i've listened to really bad music for maybe like a couple months not recently but at times i think junior year i used okay. to listen to uh, Lil uzi vert or whatever like was, right. was popping at the time i and remember then, that actually yeah and then Last i think i think yeah <laughs> i think right after that i started uh going through like biggie albums and tupac mm-hmm. albums but I, right. I I go through phases. I never really stick with something. Fair. Because I've got like I've got like twelve thousand songs in my I'm Spotify. So yeah, I, I'm the same. I just, I just shuffle and it. Oh, see what twelve thousand. I only have like eight hundred and something. Right. <laughs> 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 um, no, yeah, I think I because I got into '90s rap specifically. I was auditioning for this like TV pilot thing, and. You know, it was based in the 90s, and I thought, what better way than to listen to 90s music? Uh-huh. But, um, so I, I kind of fell into 90s rap that way, and my first gateway song into 90s rap was Can I Kick It from Tribe. Can I kick it to all the people who can quest like a tribe does? Before this, did you really know what live was? Okay. So that was... Okay. Which is not my favorite of theirs, but that's the most yeah, popular one. Def- I'm like, it's, it's the most popular. It's okay. So you gotta. Yeah. 
usually you you hit the um, most popular song first, and then mm-hmm. and then True. you're like, oh, I like this, then and then you, you it, yeah. then you really hit their other stuff. Yeah, and then with Biggie, funny enough, I actually was introduced to him through um, "Can't You See" by Total, featuring Biggie Smalls. Oh, okay. Because he has a little rap part at the beginning. Yeah. Really love that yeah. song. So that's how I got into him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I Big L's great. Ooh, I listen to L. a couple of his stuff. Eric B and Rakim are also yes. uh-huh. so good. Uh-huh. The lyricism is Rock super him. duper on point. Yeah. But I mean, how do you like? How do you guys feel about that decade? Like, is there any artists that stick other than the popular ones? Is there some less popular ones that stick out in your mind that no one talks um, about enough? Uh. Benny the Butcher is pretty good. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Never heard um, of Benny the Butcher. Well, he was he was he's like kind of similar to Pusha. Okay. Where he came from selling coke, and then was like, right. oh well, <laughs> I sold coke. I can rap now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so most of his songs are about selling coke, or right. like some about that. But uh, his lyricism is on point, and like he he's really great at just breaking down flows and everything i think i think the best part about the 90s was was their ability to just flow i think i think flow was such a big thing and then and then early 2000s it it became more like lyricist and and like beat and then now it's beat like you saw that development Mm -hmm. but i really liked the 90s like rakim is is fucking just so good yeah when it comes to flow i mean God, this is going to sound so cliche. I mean, the Nas, Nas's Illmatic album, I mean, I've, it's got to get a mention here. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so good. I thought you were going to say something like, it sucks. And I was no, like, oh, no. No, 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 no. We're about no, to have a fight no. in your own house. <laughs> that would not be good. Right? Please don't hurt yeah. me. <laughs> I know you work out. No, so. I would just punch Jet out of anger. <laughs> I'd go at Jet. Totally fair. That's yeah. Totally fair. Oh, my Lord. I mean, every song on that album's good. Um, yeah. And then, also led to the the rise of female rappers was that oh was my happening God. in the 90s yeah you know well now and and then it stopped yeah, yeah. and then now it's like coming back again big which is time. which is good i love really that. cool mm-hmm. um, really cool you know what i as much as i really don't even like to say it we got to thank Nicki minaj partially yeah for that, yeah that's that true rise of the female because it, it stopped for a good part of the 2000s uh-huh. And then out of nowhere, we had Nikki. Because, I mean, she did kind of steal hey, from what about Iggy she Azalea? Did, she did. No, 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 no. Hey, what about Iggy? Why would you ever <laughs> I G-G-Y. say that? With her name in bold. Okay. <laughs> I-G-G-Y. I-G-G-Y. You know what? This is going to sound hilarious. She was. She had one song that made me go, hey, I might be an Iggy fan. <laughs> what was the song? No, no, no. It's not fancy, is it? No, 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 no. Okay. So fancy. She did a song with a with T.I. Green hustle first lady, fuck you. Pay me, baby. Won't go to a with a million dollar baby. And they shot it in like Brazil. I just watched the video. It was just on TV. And I was like, oh, shit. T.I. sinking. T.I. Is. is the Titanic. I haven't heard about him. <laughs> I haven't heard anyone mention his name in, I would say, years. No, nah, I, I remember he came out with this song with Kanye yeah, about Make America Great Again. 
fuck who you choose as your political party. You represent dude you seen. And he's like, oh, he was on the track. Is yeah. he a Trump supporter? No, no, he's supposed to be like the people saying, "Yo, Kanye, what you doing wearing that hat?" And then Kanye's like, "You don't know where I come from." You know, like, and it's like really bad. It's like a really bad song. And uh, when I when I saw that Ti was on it, I was like, "No, bro, what are you doing?" Hey, he what did, are you he, doing? He's making. He, he did a pretty good job with this new song with, uh, on that on the Dreamville album. Now as we smoke and ride and reminisce, I'm thinking back to a time. Oh yeah, I, yeah. Oh, that Dreamville album, man. Like, we can get to that later, though. Yeah, that shit's... I, All right. I don't know if you've heard that. Have you I heard? haven't. No. What? Fill me in. Oh, no. <laughs> Fill her in. Oh, this is a lot. Uh, I, I think no, no, no. Can we do Jermaine. it? Jermaine. Jermaine Cole. Jermaine Cole. Oh, J. Cole. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. We can get to that later because you want yeah. to start. We, we're going to go still, down the path, right? No, yeah. I mean. We're still talking about the 90s. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. So, fair. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll I got a lot to say about J. Cole. Yeah, J. No, Cole. all good. You're fine. Um, but the rise of female rappers, I mean, and it's funny, Annabelle Hoffman, uh, she was telling me about this rapper called Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo. Yeah, she's a female rapper. Yeah, her name's Yo-Yo. Oh, I feel like Annabelle probably told me about that. She and was like, I hate men. Check out Yo-Yo. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And there's literally her, her most famous song is called You Can't Play With My Yo-Yo. It's me, the brand new intelligent black woman. Y-O-Y-O, which is Yo-Yo. Oh. Um, <laughs> but I mean, does her she first... have a yo-yo? That's the question that we all are asking. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, this, this, or... <laughs> I made the song sound so bad. Yeah, it's actually it's, really, it's not. It's yeah, good. It's, it's right. a good song. I like it. Yeah, it's a good I mean, song. Ice Cube's featured on it. Oh. it's good. Ice Cube's still so rapping. Yeah, he's well, he's he was featured in on it. In the, it's a '90s track, so. Oh, it's not, okay. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, so all right, that's awesome. No, yeah, so okay. it's not, it's not bad. It's good. It's yeah. just like Ice Cube in his prime. Like oh, today was a good yeah. day, kind of. Oh, right, oh hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought we were gonna get actors. Some Vaseline shit. <laughs> Ice Cube Vaseline shit. No, yeah. So that's a great song. I mean, we can't. We gotta mention the Miseducation of Lauren Hill oh, album. Oh, mm -hmm. It's iconic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is iconic. That's one so of the good. Loves of my life, right there. No, she's she's great. She's quite. She's fallen off the map, unfortunately. Okay. As with like a lot of '90s rappers, they yeah. kind of lost their touch. Yeah. I don't even know if she wants to rap anymore. I think she's. I just, think she's just. It's just chill at this yeah, point. Yeah, she's just chilling. She's missed. She's three hours late to concerts all the time. <laughs> yeah. And she's, <laughs> she's just lost her way. Shout out um, to Dylan. That's the Eric Clapton kind of timing. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Start snort, snorting cocaine late, flipping out at concerts. Yeah. Watch out, Lauren. Don't go down that Hi, Dylan. Path. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Hi, Dylan. Hi. Oh, Dylan. Marlon off Brando. <laughs> um, and then I guess um, left eye from TLC. We'll bring up TLC. Oh, TLC. Yeah. Um, I really love "Ain't Too Proud to Beg." Most people don't really listen to that song, but that's kind of the song that got them on the map. That was from 1991. Yeah, I, I haven't heard that song. Really, really, it's just fun. It's super vulgar, obviously, mm -hmm. yeah, based on like. the title, but super duper good. Uh. Um, but okay, do you guys have? What about like? Has there any female rappers you listen to from? Let's go maybe into the 2000s, from 90s to the 2000s. Any Eve or any um, Lil Kim? Eve, oh, Lil Kim. Oh man, there's that. What was that one song with Eve? It was like really. It was like I think it's literally her most popular song too. 
one, this one, classic. Red from blind, yeah, bitch, I'm dressed. It was like the most. Okay, because I don't know too much about them. I thought I yeah. wasn't sure if you guys listened to them. I, I've heard a lot of Lil' Kim. Uh, I can't name the songs, but Lil' Kim is every, was was everywhere at one All point. I know is like, how many lips does it take to Seen a lot of faces. Oh, hell, I even fuck with different races. That's the only one I um, I know. But she, I, was just, she was really catchy. And I think every, every label and artist knew that, so they wanted her on, on their song in yeah. some way. So I've heard a, I've heard a lot of that. I I think the only one that has stuck is, and it's not even early two thousands. It's just Nicki. Okay. Nicki Minaj has just been the only one who stu- who actually kind of stole the Lil Kim vibe. Yeah, she yeah. did steal she a did. lot from Lil Kim. Time. But she also like pays homage to Lil Kim okay. in a lot of verses and 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 whatnot. Aside from the beef. Aside, aside from, from the beef. beef. Yeah. You always you you know it's it's always respect at the end. So unless. However, shit. I will say the one of the females that really does stand out for me is Remy Ma. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm, okay. That's a good point. Time. Remy Ma is that's she's one of the she's one of the more aggressive ones. And uh-huh. she she was actually doing gangster rap about it. Like, yeah. Wow, okay. She's a female rapper, so everyone was like kinda shitting themselves. Yeah. But she was like really good, so that's what made them shit themselves even more. But yeah. lyrically really she's yeah fully there yeah okay because i've heard about remy ma but i haven't listened to too much yeah. i gotta delve into it more man. she's 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 out of she's not as trendy now because mm-hmm. of all the other uh women rappers cardi b of course yeah yeah, yeah. It's okay, though. i, I, I like, like cardi I, I, cardi's okay she's fine jet likes cardi because because like he likes to bob his head <laughs> an insane amount. um I do, I do. rico nasty's Actually good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who else? Uh, Koi Larray is a good oh, okay. rapper. Uh, she was like when I, when I saw Koi Larray drop an album, and I didn't know who she was. It, they just recommended it to me. I was like, all right, let's listen to this. I was like, oh shit, this is really good. And from that point on, I just started noticing so many good female rappers, and it just like kind of imploded in my face. Uh, and nice. it was. It was like a eye, an eye-opening experience. Um, I'm trying to name others. I can't really. Uh, you heard, it's you, quite hard. I know, I know you think about, uh, I, you probably heard like of Dreezy. Who? Dreezy. No. Uh, she did that one song with uh, with Black and, uh, and Kodak. I take this life had come. Got hot but still won't show love. Oh, okay. And it was well, like a, I probably was, heard the song. It was, it was a I hate Trump song. But it was oh. like, it was still. Oh, shit. It was pretty freaking good. Yeah. That's really risky to do an anti-Trump song. Yeah. That's like takes a lot of courage, you yeah. know. <laughs> I mean, it's like, whoa, do you really I know, like you went there? there? Oof. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Uh, there's there's Lake LA 47. I probably butchered her name, but uh um, Faith <laughs> put good. me onto her. Um, nice, okay. And there was a concert that I didn't get to go to. That was her and Mick Jenkins. So that that was a missed opportunity. Mick Jenkins is one of the good politically comment uh, commentary people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nice. Um, he's fu- he's brilliant. There's like one song that's just literally about slavery in the 1800s. When the real old you down, you're supposed to try right. When the real old you wow. And, and it doesn't sound corny or like like it's so honest and nice. well written like. There's certain artists 
that I listen to, and, and I'm just like, I could never think of this shit, write this shit. Like, they yeah. are <laughs> top-notch geniuses. If only I had thought about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I know I it's yeah. always that. It's always like, oh, that, wow, why didn't I think of that? Oh, it's because, oh, like, they're better yeah. than me. <laughs> you know? That's more experience, though, than anything else. I mean, yeah, um, you'll, you get there through, it's, through life. yeah. yeah. With a lot of rap, there's filler bars to lead up to the next bar. Mm-hmm. These dudes have actual up. bars for the filler bars that work to <laughs> build up to the next bar. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just bars on bars like on bars. Layers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's yeah. layers. There's layers. I know a lot of the tracks that you... Pr- well, pretty much almost all the tracks that you kind of created are ba- a lot of times based on personal experience. But do you find that... You take. Are there any rappers that influence you in terms of how you? Well, the album um, that I made is, I guess, I mean, I tried to stay to myself, but there's a lot of Earl Sweatshirt vibes. There's a lot of. Um, you talked about that. Too. Yeah, my, but my actual like lyricism and all that uh, stems from JID. Mm-hmm. Mostly, he does a lot of. Um, alliteration he does a lot of nice. rhyming of every word kind of thing um yeah definitely rep- repetition uh repetition he he probably took from kendrick where uh kendrick likes to say you know fuck this fuck that fuck that in like 12 different versions mm-hmm. but the second word will always rhyme or yeah. or rhyme with the other next other word or something right so uh, those are usually what i say i take from like jid kendrick earl sweatshirt because earl sweatshirt is probably like one of the greatest lyricists alive right now but he doesn't actually make music anymore so oh that's a shame he likes yeah. to fall off the face of the yeah every yep <laughs> every five years he comes back Aww. Well, it's okay when he does come back it's always pretty good yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, that's good yeah, he's the jesus of rap <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah, so I was going to say you wanted to talk about J. Cole, right? Oh, yes. Oh, we could talk about that. We can move up to the 2000s. Yes. All okay. right. Uh, but if we we're going to talk about the 2000s, I, I definitely think we should talk about like uh, like the best of, of the early 2000s. Yeah, we like can the, do that. The best. I, this is what a lot of people don't like. I don't. I don't know a lot of people. This is a big argument between like, yeah. oh, is it Jay Z or is it M? Uh, or is it like, you could say Lil Wayne. Lil, Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah, Jay Z was Wayne, also. Definitely in the early 2000s, I think Jay Z, at least for me, mm-hmm. Jay Z was one of the top. He's, if not, he was that guy for me. It, it, say, say what you must, Turner. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot stupid. of people. It's not. A lot of people that go, oh, it's Nas or it's Lil Wayne or I, Kanye, even. For me, I, I really was. Over Kanye? For Jay? Yeah, Jay Z was wow. that guy for me. I'm sorry. Oh, Jay Z's okay. over Kanye. Really? I'm going to put Jay Z over oh. Kanye. Uh, well, here's the issue. Uh, Ghostwriters probably oh. is the biggest <laughs> issue. But they're not even ghostwriters because he just labels and says who wrote on the, that song. But the thing is, like, he's not the main writer of most of his songs, which has always been an issue for me. Mm-hmm. Like, Kanye, if Kanye didn't have anyone writing his, or did have people writing his songs, that'd be fine because he also made the, the music yeah, behind yeah, it. Yeah, Kanye did that. You know, like yeah, like Kanye true. made his albums. Jay-Z kind of 
hired his albums. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of that's a wee bit problem. Yeah, if I'd write a diss, it, that would that would be the basis. I, I, okay, okay, that is a valid point. But like, if you really want to think about H O V, right for was, me. Who was ro- like? Who was really running it? For that's that true. Time? No, I that's why I'm still putting Jay Z over there. Yeah. But but my biggest my biggest issue is, is that, that he doesn't even do most of his stuff. But I mean, like you know, for the ones that punched though. You can tell, like, that's... You have to... There's a certain level of, like, you know, okay, someone else had that for you. Mm-hmm. Someone else wrote that line, you can tell. Yeah. But then there's ones that's like, no, no one he, should know that. But right, right, right. No, so. there's... Jay-Z, it's not like he just handed a piece of paper to like, a bunch of white accountants and they were like, <laughs> yeah. boop, boop. all right, this song's a, a big hit. No, like, he wrote a lot of it. Fair. And then other people would get on and go, well, this rhymes better. Or this so is a harder one. bar. Yeah. You know, which is fine because I, I do that all the time. Jet, Facts, Jet, and I wrote our verses when we were together. So, oh, cool! Wait, do you also write verses as well? I mean, I I've tried, but I usually th- that's the thing though. Okay. When you're writing, it it sounds great to you at first, like almost every time. At least for me. Yeah. Least, mm-hmm. like, when I'm writing, I'm like, oh, this sounds beautiful. But then I'll spit it to Turner, and I'm waiting for reactions, and then I'm like listening. I'm like, okay, I could have said that differently. Or I could have something sounds better here, uh-huh. and then we'll like start saying some shit next yeah. to each other, and we'll be like, write that down. Yeah. Cool. Or like nice. going on YouTube comments oh, and just stealing that shit. This is yeah. <laughs> People just people find beats on YouTube and they just start writing their whole fucking song in the comments like no one's gonna steal that. Yeah, like it's not. I'm, I'm most a of it is inspired. I, yeah, most of it is garbage. Yeah. Most of it's like I'm a lyrical miracle, spiritual, <laughs> spitting these factuals, some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I was gonna say about Jay Z though. I prefer like I prefer his featured tracks. Like if he has a featured yeah. artist, I feel like that's where it's the same with Jay Cole. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm um, kidding. Nah, for me, <laughs> sales is fucking amazing. <laughs> I was about to say, but, for me, but like I love, um, it's so it's it's a it's a little bit. I feel like it's a basic opinion, but I, I love a lot of his songs with Pharrell because Pharrell's just a great producer. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like like Jay Z's section in frontin is great every time your name was brought up i would act all nonchalant in front of an audience change clothes is a what is a great song you do this back made back goof is back tell the whole world the truth is back um i mean but i just find that yeah i mean also because remember like he collaborated with rihanna for umbrella crazy in love with beyonce i mean a lot of those are like iconic 2000 songs um and i do prefer those to just as <laughs> oh, I know. Well, that, accept that one. Accept that one. <laughs> I don't like that song, but anyway. <laughs> I, used to, I used to be in taxi cabs in like 2000. Yeah. When was that? 2009? 2006? I, 2008. <laughs> I, used to, I used to sing Alicia Keys' part when I was a kid all the yeah, time, Alicia and I thought Keys. it was like the greatest song ever. <laughs> and I look back, I'm like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that kills me about that song is because we grew up in New York. Like, yeah, I feel like I heard that song for five straight. That's years. what I'm saying, yeah. man. The taxi cabs, uh, they they time. used to be like, look, I, I'm from New York. I listened to Jay Z and Alicia Keys, <laughs> <laughs> and then they blast it. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the cab, like, yo, this shit's trash, man. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Also, um, I, my mom had the. <laughs> 
don't mean to call my mom out again. I called her out for listening to Britney Spears a few episodes ago. She also listened to 50 Cent. She had the Curtis record oh, from 07. 50. <laughs> 50. 50. I, I, love, I love 50. Um, I remember. Especially now. <laughs> now. 50 now is good. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but I remember when, when uh, Kanye came out with graduate i think it was graduation and then at the same time curtis was coming out and 50 said if kanye sells more records than i do within the first week i'm gonna give up rap forever and kanye just completely destroyed (laughs) (laughs) granted he didn't give it up it was all talk it's always talk (laughs) oh for show but i just thought that was hilarious um (laughs) just showed the rise of kanye in general yeah and i guess uh then we have j cole My goodness. See. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. The reason why I love J. Cole so much okay. is because sometimes it feels like he's like literally talking about my life. Aww. It, it, that's the thing. You're, when you relate to the music, that's what obviously you're going to want to listen to that more often. For sure. But with J. Cole, it really just felt like I was sitting down one time. Like, uh, like, I, I, like every time I listen to a song, I'm sitting down. I'm just thinking. I'm like, fuck. I feel like that just happened to me like five seconds ago. Why would you yeah. do something like this? Uh, just talk about my life right in front of me. I don't uh-huh. need to hear this. Like, uh, <laughs> this is me with Macklemore, bro. <laughs> oh. Whenever he's talking about like... Thrift shops? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I only got 20 in my pocket. I'm yeah. like, damn, bro, that's me. Stealing clothes and taking off tags. Yeah, that's, yeah, oh that's me. Uh, oh, J. Cole, J. Cole is, is, is special for sure. Um... I don't listen to enough of his stuff, unfortunately. I know. But Lost Ones hits me in the feels. And I ain't too proud to tell you that I cry sometimes. I cry sometimes about it. That hits me in the feels. I just, it's such, it's so sad. That that song is (laughs) Again. It's like, why do you got to wreck me like this? (laughs) The thing is, obviously, I'm, I'm. He, it wasn't like, oh, he's just talking about my life, but the things that I was experiencing, like mm-hmm. watching growing up and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I got, like, everything that like, he was, like, talking about. Like, again, J. Cole, one of the best storytellers there is. That's why when you said mm-hmm. you like storytelling music, yes. it's like, I hope you listen to a lot of J. Cole because mm-hmm. all yeah. of his songs. I think the first song that really blew him up was, what was it? It was Wet Dreams, right? And I ain't ever did this before, no. And I ain't ever did this before, no. Um, I guess I I'd say um, work out. We got a good thing. Don't know if I'ma see you again. Worked yeah, out for workout me. Yeah. Dreams were yeah. Workout's big. Then no, there's one. There was another song. I forget it though. Doesn't okay. he have an? I know the LP. F- is is an LP or is it a song? For your eyes only. Oh, that's a that's a whole that's album. It's a whole album. Okay. That's a great album that no one liked. Yeah, it's a personal. It's because people are like, oh, dude, he's like. Talking about feelings and shit. What is your problem? You're a rapper. <laughs> where's the drugs? You're not supposed bro? to feel things. What? Yeah. Where's the 808? What's wrong with you? I'm trying to. F- I'm. If anything, I'm trying to feel the 808s vibrate in my earlobe. Yeah. <laughs> I have a daughter. I have four. Yeah. You have a daughter, but I have welfare. Right? <laughs> Play the song already. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. That's that's what I also like about J. Cole. He was talking about whatever he wanted to talk about. Yeah. Like, if it was, yeah. if he was feeling that, he always, like, it's just, it's it's a killer thing if an artist just sticks to what they want. Mm-hmm. You know. For sure. And that that also like really, I guess it gets for like the fans, fans, you know. 
Like the real ones out there. Shout out the OGs like me. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Jermaine. Jermaine, I know Jermaine. you listening. The real dreamers out here. This dude's a number one fan. <laughs> um, Shout out to Jihad Al Sufi. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I am I am J. Cole. That's what it is. <laughs> is there um is there any song in particular that you feel you relate to the most? Ooh. And if so, why? Any song in Okay. Um that I relate to the most. I won't yeah. say that I've related to the most, but uh, or do that you feel reflects the world around you more act like the most accurately. I think uh, what is it? And it's it's crazy how when you think about it, uh, this is like a one when, when he put out this song, song uh, Immortal. To die young legend or live a long life unfulfilled, cause you want to change the world. Mm. When you think about it, that was only supposed to be like a clout song. Yeah. He really didn't like. Uh, he still did his J Cole thing, of course, but like that song was only just to get like the album like really, you know, popping. Yeah. Because he put it out before. Yeah. But if you really listen to a couple of the lyrics, like it felt like uh, it's just life experience that you grow up like just seeing. Yeah. When you're a part of that environment. And, you know, he's talking about, like, the environment that most kids like me, I guess, grow up in. Like, you know, that uh, that whole, you know, oh, I kind of grew up in the hood, but I kind of know what's good and not, you know, what to do, what not to do. That, that right. sort of, like, you know, having that street smart but knowing better mentality. Yeah. And, like, seeing what you still end up having to see regardless. Mm. That, that really does click for me. Because, you know, I've been smack in the hood of Brooklyn for my entire life mm-hmm. and so like you get to like watch everything unfold like I've seen people that I grew up with in like middle school I mean not middle school like elementary school and like I've seen them grow over the past few years and now they're just a nigga on the block like, oh, I, okay. like it's just like crazy <laughs> to me a fact. but yeah. like you know that that entire like mindset of like well this is what I have to watch yeah. And he put it in that song. And, like, he did it so low-key that everyone was just thinking about the punchlines because, you know, he's still spitting bars, of exactly. course. You're just thinking of those lines, like, oh, he's, like, really killing it. But, like, that imagery, that, that whole thought process of, like, okay, this is what's happening, mm-hmm. like, that's just beautiful to me. And that, that I'm not going to say it's, like, the one I relate to the most, but that's the song that I feel like, you know, yeah, I guess it relates to the most of this, yeah. But uh, definitely a bunch of songs. Like, he, he does it almost every time <laughs> he does he throws little things in there that just like fuck he talked about me like that like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's did, cool he did it in his most recent the most recent project he did with uh, his entire like uh, uh entire group conglomerate yeah the, the the dreamville this this new dreamville revenge of the dreamers okay uh he had a song literally the first couple lines he said uh smoke in my nappy dreads like, <laughs> I had just started this dreading process. Oh. I literally just started <laughs> oh this dreading And your dreads are looking freaking awesome, by the Thank way. Thank you very much. I, I was going to say that time. earlier, but... But yeah, like, uh, again, I, I, a lot of people know this, I guess, about me. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I smoke, I've smoked weed before. Back to, back to the music. Okay. Uh, <laughs> again, J. Cole is just that guy for me. It's always been that way. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like sometimes, like... A lot of people, again, with the four eyes only as well, you know, people are like, he's putting out music that no one wants to listen to. Like, it's not good. But just, like, that, that doesn't make it not good. You just listen, listen to, I guess, what you don't want to listen to. You'll fuck around and find out that that shit is amazing. Mm-hmm. True. That's exactly what it was for me with that four eyes only. Unless it's low pump. Unless it's low pump. Yeah. Unless it's low pump. Low pump. 
I, f- I feel like anyone that has Lil in the front of their name, I just can't take seriously. No. Yeah, it's pa- I'm past Lil it. Pump. That's okay. why I, when I was making names, I was like, should I be Lil Turner? And I was like, <laughs> nah, you know, that, that doesn't just ring. Just Lil Turn. No, Lil Turn. <laughs> Lil Turn. <laughs> it's a Lil Turn. It's like the, I'm like a GPS. Okay? It's like, to get to your destination, yeah. take a Lil Turn. <laughs> um... I got four. <laughs> and I'm on welfare. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, um, going into the 2010s, I, I've gotten into Tyler, the creator, a lot mm. recently. Mm. I feel like it's very basic at this point. I yeah. haven't listened to... <laughs> yeah. That's basic. <laughs> it is basic. He's a basic bitch. I, I am a basic bitch. I haven't <laughs> listened to... <laughs> I haven't listened to Igor yet. So oh. I guess I'm not so basic, bitch. No, you're not. No, no, but I, I, that's that's I've weird. I love Flower Boy, though. Uh-huh. Igor is like, most of what he uh, was trying to do was based off of like Pharrell kind of production. Like that was his biggest inspiration. You know what's supposedly? I, I, until you said it, it hadn't clicked for me that uh-huh. Pharrell is that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's Pharrell definitely is definitely that guy. And all of the yeah. production on that is like, what would Pharrell do? Mm-hmm. We should make t-shirts. Not... I mean, WWPD. From what I've listened to, I mean, I've listened to Earthquake. You should make my earthquake. Oh, make my earthquake. And it doesn't sound like maybe I need to listen to it again. Maybe I didn't give it enough time. But I was like, eh, I don't know. Earthquake's just the uh, single that you released to 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 make the pop. Yeah. 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 Fair. Um, But yeah, I think Tyler sticks out for me. But I mean, what about. Are you guys into Tyler or not? Not really. I, I like Tyler. Is it okay? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm cool with him. I I like his earlier stuff, but I respect the I change. Too. Yeah. So. That uh, Tron cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like. I I really. Yeah, I respect everything about him. Do nice. I like Igor more than, I don't know, Cherry Bomb or something? I probably I, not. I like Cherry Bomb. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So. I would say yeah, and then also, what are you guys' thoughts on Childish Gambino? I mean, granted, he does tend to switch genres a lot and uh-huh. blend and. See, this is another thing. He's okay. W- he's one of my top humans alive. <laughs> I okay. love this man so much. Me too. Yeah, I love it goes him well. and then Nelson Mandela. Is he dead? He's probably <laughs> dead. He is dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah he died. <laughs> 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 I'm really bad with sarcasm. That was a joke. I'm really bad with sarcasm. Bernstein, Bernstein. Bernstein. But uh, yeah, he's one of those artists that's just like uh, it's just overly talented. Like yeah. kind of like no ma- again, what? he's branched out into yeah. different genres. Like, but what can this man not do? What can he not do? Yeah, and it's been killer every time. He can even dance. He can, he can even dance. That's annoying. I At- know. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, stop. <laughs> You're too good. I need you to chill. That's how I felt about Chris Brown when he started rapping. Chris oh, Brown yeah. used to be good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, his career was over once he hit Rihanna. Of course, but <laughs> uh, that's not true. Sadly, no. really, no. he's oh, still he going is, strong. Uh, he's going way more strong. He pulled a gun on a bitch and <laughs> was like, still chilling. No, I mean his career. <laughs> well, that's terrible. I mean his ca- career-wise. His career is still going. Trey Song's still report, uh, still supporting him. Uh, he got a what? whole fan base that's like Best 20 million wide. Forever. Wow. <laughs> the thing Jeez. is, though, it's like it's like as he's getting worse. His music is also getting worse, but somehow he's getting yeah. better. He's got more fans too. Oh. I don't understand. I did not know it. that. Yeah. Chris Brown has put out the same song for the past three years. Yeah. 
and every time it's a yeah. banger and it's on the radio and yep. I don't get it. Well, it's just because all he needs to do is dance to it and people are like, oh yeah, this is a good song. If he, a, if he can dance to it, it's a good song. That's another thing. He's also one of those humans where it's just like, why are you so talented? Yeah, you could do everything. You could just do everything. This man plays basketball, raps, acts, dance. It's a not fact. Fair. And yeah. he's six four. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Um, no, I mean, who was I bragging up before Chris Brown? Uh, forgot. Childish. Childish Gambino. That's right. Um, there's one. I think one of my favorite albums of his. Oh God, I forgot the name of it. It's the same one that has three thousand and five. Okay. And sweatpants. Watching haters wonder why Gambino got the game. Yeah. Half tied thicky. All she wanna do is bang. Yeah. Mm. The, um, Hold on. It's it's literally the album too. It's, it's, yeah. It's, because the internet. Because the internet. Because the internet. Really, really good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love him. I mean, I just got into Kendrick as well. I just got into Ooh. him. That, you know what I'll say about Kendrick, though? That's a long journey, and I feel like I hope you enjoy that journey so that much. Is a, yeah, it's yeah. a long journey. I, 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 some of my my favorite songs are overly dedicated, to be honest. Ooh. Like uh, huh. PMP 1.5, mm. Pussy and Patron. Well, all right, I'm going through something with life. Pussy and Patron that's a good song. You have to listen to that song. Okay, Pussy and Patron. Rigor Mortis. Ooh, Rigor Mortis, man. And this is Rigor Mortis, and it's gorgeous when you die. I leave recorded, and I'm Morpheus. Yeah, Overly Dedicated is a classic, obviously, but it's usually not even put in his top three. Mm-hmm. That's just how good he is, though. That, exactly. Yeah. If you were to listen to that album without the name attached, you'd be like, this is yeah. great, 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 great as that. Because the only album of his that I've listened to in its entirety is To Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I've listened to, to parts of Damn. Yeah. And then also parts of Good Kid, Mad City. But I remember I was talking to... Because there was a music-themed episode before, but it was a lot broader. Uh-huh. And I and that's when I realized, I'm like, we really have to zone it on certain genres for certain episodes. Yeah. But um, my friend Sam was saying that not enough people talk about Good Kid, Mad City. Like, it's... That's, yeah, it's true. Okay. But that's because... They're the talking about Tepemba Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the singles on Good Kid, Mad City, like not the singles, but the songs that blew up mm-hmm. on their own are great. Yeah. And then that's all people listen to. Because I only listen to uh, Backstreet Freestyle. All my life I want money and power. Respect my mind or die from less shot. Oh, well, that's that's not normal. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I know. Wait, wait, really? Yeah. Most people, what? I think most people no. would. Oh, I thought that was a single from. I thought everyone listened to Backstreet Freestyle. Uh, that's not the first, first thing song. people go, oh, Good Kid Mad City, Backstreet Freestyle. Oh, that's, that's okay. Good because that's yeah. one of the better songs on true. I that love that song. Listen to it. Yeah. I think the first song that really, you know, everyone was like talking about from that album was definitely uh, Swimming Pools. Yep. Because that song was the but first that's one what on the blew radio. Him up. That's what blew them up. And everyone mm. lost their mind. Yeah. That and uh, Poetic Justice. You can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice was actually a really good song. That's because it's mm. a feature, though. Yeah, I mean, you got Drake. Yeah. Yeah, Drake. Yeah. Uh, well, Drake. not that's not why it's a good song, but no. that is why like people heard it. But they were both really good. They were really good. Yeah. No, yeah. The main songs that people listen to are Mad City. Man down. Where you from? Because that's yeah. like the the mm-hmm. kicker yeah. of the album, and then yeah, swimming pools and money trees for sure. Yeah. Hmm. 
because Money Trees was once again a radio song. Like a lot of them were radio songs before people even knew about the album. Yeah. And then Kendrick started blowing up. He blew up for so many reasons: swimming pools, um, uh, Money Trees. Everybody go respect the shooter, but the one in front of the gun. And then he also blew up because he featured on the M song. She doesn't love me. Get the name of that song, but you know, yeah. something about killing a bitch, you know, Eminem, <laughs> Eminem style. Yeah. Um, but uh, that got the white people into him, mm-hmm. aka me. Um, and and from there, like, he just kept blowing yeah. up. So, yeah. it's great. It's funny because when you brought up the Drake feature, it reminded me of something that you said earlier, Turner, about how now it's mainly about the beats, mm-hmm. not as much about the lyrics, and mm-hmm. I feel like Drake is one of the best examples of that. All right. um, for example, uh, Passion Fruit. Cleansing my soul of addiction for now cause I'm falling apart. I love the beat on that song, yeah. but the lyrics are very basic. Yeah, All, yeah. most of his no. lyrics are really basic. Yeah. And it's not even just the beat, it's um, the chorus. He always has a hook. Everyone says he's the king of hooks. He's mm-hmm. he is great at hooks, but hooks are pretty basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not like really intensely thought out. Like no. you hear a beat, and usually the first thought is a hook, a lot of the time, especially for him. So true. Jay Cole is better at hooks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Money says uh, otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Money's not always right though. But but uh, yeah, you're right. Like Drake is definitely the definition of. Mm-hmm. 2010s and up. Yeah, um, you can't really have this conversation without talking about Drake. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah. That's true. But um, his most recent song, Omerta. Look at my history. I'm trying to see what's different from that guy in the rich of me. Is uh, oh good because it's bars and there's no hook. That's the Drake that you want. Omerta. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. gotta look into that now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the one with Rick Ross is good too. Roll with us if you really want to get it. Go get a half a million in a sprinter. Oh, Rick Ross. I like Rick Ross. Yeah. Okay. I like Rick Ross a lot. I think he's better than people give him credit to because when he blew up, it was beats and hook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I didn't like yeah. Rick Ross. And now, now he's doing like just, just great, just great lyrics. Like he's. It's like he's been zen out or something. I don't know what it is. Like, Buddha, talk to him. Because the Rick Ross yeah. I got was the I'm So Hood yeah. Rick Ross, that T-Pain and Lil Wayne era right. thing. Yeah. And that at that time, rap for me back then, I was just like, I could tell this is clearly not good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is just a good song, but it's not. The lyrics, I can tell, they obviously have no real meaning to them. So that's mm-hmm. why I like ignored it. Like you'll get a couple bars in there, of course, because you're a rapper. You have no choice. Yeah. But yeah, if you really want to like look towards like Rick Ross and like actually getting good lyrics from him, mm-hmm. I guess like a lot of his features, he would like a lot of his recent features, especially, yeah. just definitely coming out very strong with him. But yeah. Oh, and uh, I guess back to the Drake thing. Yeah. Drake, the thing about him was, uh, I feel like he could do a lot he's one of those people who he can like uh if you just stick to hip-hop he mm-hmm. can give it to you as well that's why like people really you can't be mad at drake entirely yeah like, you know he can still do that and that's why when he dropped omerta that's why it's like yeah you know fuck like I, you can't even be upset he's still drake yeah no he definitely decided 
how am I going to blow up? Okay, mm-hmm. I'll make, you know, addictive songs. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. But he's, he's pop as well. That's what, yeah. that's what it is. That's it. Yeah, that's it's the thing. Pop. He's pop. Fair. I mean, I guess it's probably why the lyrics are very surface level, but I do prefer lyrics with yeah. more depth to them, yeah, obviously. Yeah, for I sure. mean, because there, there needs to be a certain risk when you're putting out songs, like, into a certain risk in terms of how you know in terms of the views that you're putting out there to the world uh-huh. and if it's if you take a big risk with that it's something i really appreciate with the music but i feel like if it's surface level and you know it can appear it can appeal to like the lowest common denominator then right right i don't know then i kind of um lose respect yeah for the for the art you know mm-hmm. yeah that's just yeah. kind of how i, no, I feel like about it yeah i don't really i don't really consider him as much of a an artist mm-hmm. As most people do. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I, if anything, I consider him just an artist as much as rather a rapper. Right. Well, I don't even consider him a rapper. I don't know what I consider him. Yeah, I don't. He's I don't. Just an artist. That's I, what I guess. I don't know. Like a pop artist now. Yeah, pop. I'll just call him pop. pop. He's a popper. He's pop. <laughs> and no, not big papa. Just no, not big <laughs> papa. Just pop. Just pop. <laughs> big big pop. <laughs> Small medi- medium pop. Medium pop. Medium pop. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, so I was going to say based on, so where do you want rap to kind of what what path do you want rap and hip hop to go down in the next like couple decades? Oh man! Like, what do you think rappers should focus on more? What do you think they should improve upon? Uh, I think it'll be destined to go down any path, and I think right now, um, like if I were to want it to go down a path, I think the way rappers like jid vince staples um coda mm-hmm. saba yeah. like those kind of rappers i think the way they're going is is perfect a, a female rapper that i love right now who's on that path is no name no name, no name. rhapsody oh my God. um rhapsody too. Oh. yeah those are two great female rappers and going think, down that path i think for that path it's because it's like a it's kind of like a jazzy yeah. Sort of yeah. To it. Yeah. Like really I love calm. that. It's calm and soothing. Yeah. yeah. While like you know you're getting like the lyrics and like it, it's yeah. great lyricism, it's smooth. It runs really nicely and it just sounds overall great. And you know if it if it's going down that path, then that's the one I wanted to go. But you know it's it's branching out in so many different ways right, right now. Yeah. It yeah, gives it true. gives more openness to like have actual instruments on a track too. Mm-hmm, like I really sure. don't like the electronic sounds of most beats it's kind of nice to have like horns and trumpets and yeah xylophone (laughs) but you know like cowbell yeah cowbell more way more cowbell oh yeah um but you know that's i like i like how that's going like ari lennox um Mm -hmm. it's funny i was just so yoshi from laguardia Oh yeah! I was listening. Great rapper. I've been listening to his music. He doesn't come out with music often or anything. He yeah. came out with like one small EP with like five songs or something. This was like two years ago, maybe a year and a half or something. Yeah, about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I listened to that OD then, and I just revisited it, and it's just great because there's real instruments on it. Mm-hmm. Like Miles is playing like because his. There's talent. You know, there's yeah. like actual <laughs> talent exactly. And it's like this jazzy feel. It's just a, it's it's a, great songs. He's nice. Great. Okay, now I have to check it out. Yeah, Let's, 
Honestly, Give a boy shout definitely. Out. I'm, I'm for real. When I heard it, yeah. I was so fucking shocked. I yeah. was like, "Yo, nah, this is that Laguardia stuff, man. That actual talent. Yeah, there was yeah. real talent That's there. That real talent. There. I smelt it. For real, man. <laughs> I smelt it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of do prefer more like natural beats, not really the electronic ones as much. I think, well, for me, like I listened to Joey Badass's earlier yeah. work. Gosh. Really, really good. Holy yeah. shoot. I think Brooklyn. his album, is it called 1991? Uh, uh, 1999. 1999. Is the, most, is the most recent album, I think. Or that, uh, that All American Badass. All American Badass is a good one. Because he kind of goes into trap after a while. Like, yeah. he started off kind of jazzier and then went into uh-huh. trap. Well, Which yeah, I don't really... I, okay. no, Joey Badass is, is still doing the same, the same stuff. He made okay. an, uh, He's part of Beast Coast now with okay. uh, Flatbush Zombies yeah. and nice. they made an album which wasn't really an album because it was just a bunch of songs thrown together Yeah. but <laughs> individually each song is amazing it? and it's all got soul like Joey Battis is like soul, soul. yeah so definitely he's still, he's still doing the same shit that's so. what we can say about all the, the new yeah the J.I.D. Jazz, all yeah. of them have soul that's, that's why I yeah. I try I try and I take inspiration but I could never be like them because I have no soul. Oh stop! You have uh, you have a soul. I, just called yourself a fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, comparatively, my soul is like non-existent. Stop. Uh, no, it, it comes. It comes with. It well, comes with culture. Yeah, it comes with life experiences. I think like. Uh, the more you hang out with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll so just hang just around black people <laughs> and I'll. <laughs> and you'll pick it up. Um. Speaking of soul, do you find that acting influences, like, well, I guess this could go to, because you, you, you write some bars. I know you definitely, you know, dish them out. He writes all of mine. <laughs> but for both of you guys, do you feel like acting in a way kind of helps with the writing process, with how you, with sense of delivery? Yeah. you feel like the LaGuardia training helped with that? I'm good at pretending to be someone I'm not. Yeah. It's funny because if, if we got to like really sit down and write some like deep stuff, mm-hmm. we could do that. Yeah, we could. We, we could. And it would obviously be us. Yeah. yeah. But if you had to get, if you wanted to ask us about some, some bars, you know, yeah. obviously we're not out here gangbanging. No, we're not. I'm not. I'm I've not, never touched a gun in my life. I've, I've, I've never sold drugs. I've, I've talked about holding a gun in my hand more times than I eat a day. I, t- <laughs> I, I said I sell, I sell opiate. Uh, opioids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he, he has so much weight on his back, back, he felt his shoulder so shift. Like, we don't move weight. We don't. Other oh. than our own body. Never even touched a brick. No. <laughs> brick house. Brick house, maybe. Brick, brick house. house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, it definitely helps because, like, you know, that imagination that we have, you know, because mm-hmm. other rappers, when they do it, they're, they're really rapping it because they, they actually did it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, we've heard enough, and we, we've seen enough, I guess, to the point where we can just, like... Yeah, I've seen people move and wait, but <laughs> I don't do it myself, because yeah. I don't want to die. True, but um, <laughs> why it's... I, it's interesting, because a lot of times rap garners this reputation of being, like, oh, it's music for thugs. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it promotes this lifestyle of, you know, selling drugs and, and, and getting hookers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, what are your thoughts of that whole stigma, and what would you tell people to say, like, hey, like, maybe that, be more open-minded uh, about that? I feel like that's pretty much 
it, it should be dying down now. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if rappers we have. Yeah, true. It's, it, it, it is dying. That's good. There's I, so <laughs> many different people. So, like, you know, obviously not everyone's going to live the same exact life. I'm not going to yeah. hear the same bar from a different person. Even yeah. Even we have, of course. Yeah. But, like, you know, there's different people out here, and they're, they're not going to try and fake it and do something else that they know they didn't, mm. you know? So that's why, like, I like rappers like uh, Lil Dicky. Yeah. Lil Dicky, white rap. <laughs> Great <laughs> name. Yeah. Great name. Originally a comedian. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I can tell. And he decided that, you know, what, what was he doing? Was he, he, he was, uh, he went to school for what? He was probably to, accounting. You pro- yeah, he was probably <laughs> trying to be an accountant or something. Uh, and, and now this man is... Sean knows that stuff. That's, he's one of the funniest rappers there is. Hilarious. Yeah. And he's only rapping... Oh, Joe raps great. Yeah, like he, he raps what he knows. Mm-hmm. And he he wasn't he he's not gonna sit in a song and be like, yeah I killed three people in drive by while fucking someone's girl or something like mm-hmm. that. No, he's gonna he's gonna make a joke about something like that. Yeah, usually in a song where you'd expect him to talk about fucking a bitch, he would talk about how he wish he could fuck the bitch. <laughs> like that is that is basically the That's the most extent. <laughs> Of what he does. I mean, like, most people can relate to that. Yeah, probably. exactly. <laughs> it's very relatable stuff, especially to us Jews. <laughs> I, I fucks with my man. Well, look, he's Jewish. Yeah. Very Jewish. Very Jewish. <laughs> Jed, yeah. I didn't know you were Jewish. I'm not Jewish. I'm uh, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz, I'm also not Jewish. Jihad is not Jewish, guys. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I guess, you know, final question. You have to recommend any song from an artist as a good gateway to rap for those that don't listen to rap at all what song would you recommend and why i i think the best gateway f- for people who are new to rap is usually childish gambino mm-hmm. early right. stuff because it's like uh it's not like super hard like i'm gonna kill this bitch mm-hmm. and it's like it's, uh, it's clever it's, yeah it's really you you want mm-hmm. clever you don't want something yeah. crazy aggressive yeah yeah you know but if we were to talk about like the best songs that are rap kind of thing and like if the person knows what rap is and kind of mm-hmm. likes it or likes you know that stuff there's this song called yeah right pretty woman wanna slit the wrist pretty woman wanna be a rich man's bitch by vince staples mm-hmm. that that's featuring and it's show it's best because it's featuring kendrick lamar mm-hmm. and it's produced by like diplo so it's like a combination of Electronic, mm-hmm. uh, that's a very, beautiful gospel. That's a very different mm-hmm. song. Kendrick and Vince Staples. I think that's the best song to really uh, get into rap if you like rap already. Oh, okay. Like fair. If, it, if it clicks, but if if you if you don't like rap, you've never even given it a chance. First person, childish can't be enough for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe Chance the Rapper. These are these are people that I can Ooh. think of. Like, yeah, they're quite palatable. I, yeah. I can't I can't say. A specific song but i definitely because you mentioned chance i think that uh that acid rap album yeah the entire that's, album the entire album because it's like you know and now it's out on spotify and stuff hey so nice you have to just yeah. be on this stupid soundcloud site cool. <laughs> yikes <laughs> that's your SoundCloud rap. we love soundcloud uh, SoundCloud's great. <laughs> no i, <laughs> uh, I love soundcloud. Is, yeah, SoundCloud. Yeah, soundcloud i upload my podcast yeah. on there. <laughs> <laughs> we love you yeah. But yeah, uh, definitely that 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 whole album, any mm-hmm. any song really. You know, you just want something beautiful, not some nice and mm-hmm. nice and soft too. Fair. Lyrically, ly- lyric, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I for me, I would say. For someone that hasn't really listened to rap before, I think Outcast is a good way to go. It's fun. That's true. I don't know. It's a little bit That's like true. so fresh, so clean is a nice bop. I think Roses, it's a. It's a little strong, but I just think it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, just a fun song. Yeah. Um, so I think Outcast is a good way to delve into that. Um, often in terms of people that are ready, that already are into rap, I mean, I think most of the stuff I'm into, most people that are into rap are into. It's all very yeah. mainstream. Like I haven't gone too into underground rap yet or, mm-hmm. or just anything too niche. So yeah, hard to recommend there. Yeah. But <laughs> I, have lot, I have a lot of niche. Shit. Yeah, you're really, really that's, hipster, that's, man. That, I'm so <laughs> hipster. You listen to all the I'm indie just, rap. I'm ready to put holes in my ears and get a beard. <laughs> yeah, and get vinyl moment. rap records. And oh, get yes. a fedora. Oh, my God. Chance the Rapper came out with an acid rap vinyl. I was like, <laughs> I need that in my arsenal. <laughs> I have frames of every single album Ever. I want you to know I actually heard someone say something like that. I know, like me that. too. You, <laughs> you were there probably. <laughs> no, I wasn't there. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I've heard someone say that. That's alarming that yeah, more guys, than one person Guys, have said you that. heard Acid Raps out on Spotify? I was like, yeah. He was like, he was like Annie came out with a vinyl. I was like, what, what? Are you going to play that? What are you going to do with that? He was like, I don't know. I have no idea, but it looks so cool. It's like, fuck you. All right. On that, um... On that honest note, yeah. Turner, Jet, yeah. thank you so much for being on the show. I had an awesome time. This was fun. Hell yeah. yeah. Tea was great, too. I yeah. I'm so I glad you liked did. it. Yeah. Almost did. Best first tea ever. Yes. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. All right. So this is Tea for Three, where we sip the tea and spill the deets. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. Doses. Doses. Mm.